0: You're listening to the Just Lead Podcast, and the time to turn it up is right now. everybody welcome to the just lead podcast episode number one just get in front just get in front and lead something in the trenches my name is brad and i'm here with mark q and we're challenging leaders just like you to take action in every situation pq We got a situation. All right, go. Let's go. All right, this is a good one. It's from Logan, and it says this. Hey, guys, I'm starting a new job next week, and I really want to get off on the right foot. So finally, somebody took a chance on me, and I believe that I know exactly what the organization is missing and how I can add value. I want to make a big splash and make a great first impression, but I've heard mixed opinions on how I should approach my first 90 days. Should I come in like a lion or take things a little more slowly? How do I make sure I don't blow? It in the first ninety days. First of all, forget the ninety days. Okay, can we
1: just get some wins under our belt the first week? I think. I think the person that asked this question has to ask. How? What's the impression I want to make in the first thirty days? I say even eight hours. Hmm. I mean, it was a, a recently. I mean, probably in the last month, I read an article in Ink Magazine that said you have thirty-seven hours. To make a first impression at an organization larger than 25 employees. You have
0: 37 hours. So we're talking about building influence fast. Yeah. If that's the case, what is the fastest way to build influence? Again, coming back to the situation, brand new job, walking through the front door. What's the fastest, most effective way to build influence?
1: I think one of the first ways is you have to be relational mm. now that for a lot of, so for people who are starting a new job, you want to make a great first impression, ask them about themselves, like, like ask them about them. People love talking about themselves yeah. in a good way, not yeah. an unhealthy way. Hey, so where, where do you, what part of town do you live in? You right. know, you know, how many kids do you have? Are you married? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Or just ask about their life. How long you've been at the company? Mm -hmm. You know, you've been in the same position for the long time because what you're conveying is that you care about their perspective. Most people walk into a new job going, hey, I want to show you what I can do. Okay. And what I'm saying is if you're starting a new job and you want to crush it, you have to convey, "Hey, I already care about you cuz we're already
0: teammates." Go go into that a little bit more. Why do you feel that that's the tendency for employees? Because again, they're coming in and they're saying, "I want to get off on the right foot, the big yeah. splash." What, yep. what is that human behavior that kind of drives us to like, "I I want to get in here" And yeah. let's go. Well, our whole I life wanna is on it. right.
1: Exactly. Our whole yeah. life is on a show now.
0: Mm-hmm. Our whole
1: life is on uh, is on Instagram. Our whole life is on Facebook. Our whole life our whole life we have decided that our life moments need to be seen by everybody. Mm. So we are now proving. Yeah. We are now proving look at my vacation, look at what I bought, look at where I go, look at what I wear. Forget about whether that's right or wrong. Yeah. We are now in performance mode. Wow. So, when I come into a new place, what do I carry into? Hey, I want to show you what I can do. I want to show you what I could say. I want to show you what I know. Mm. What in reality is doesn't matter what you know, what you want to do, what your vision is or what your dream is. Mm. You can't get any of that done without people. Mm -hmm. So you better influence people the right way and quickly. If you're at a new job, Mm -hmm. otherwise you're going to be doing it all by yourself.
0: Yeah. That's a great first action step is the building relationships is being relational. And I think a lot of what you're saying too, is it's a lot of the small things, the hidden things that, you know, really, Yeah. build the track record of small yeah. wins. Go into that a little bit, getting some little wins under your belt. What does yeah, and that I
1: think look one like? the first one of the wins is relationally, right? Mm-hmm. But then I remember, you know, at the record company what would happen is we'd get people coming in all the time. We'd get people new employees coming in all the time, new positions. And they wanted to prove what they knew. So they would interject their opinions or their thoughts based on their experience, uh, so they'd interject them. Nobody asked for them. <laughs> Nobody wanted. <laughs> yeah. Like you're the new guy. Like right, right. so. So if you're new in the organization, what you want to do is almost ask for permission. Mm. If you're in a meeting, there is somebody who's running the meeting. Mm. There's somebody, and you could turn around and go, "Hey, John, is it okay if I if I talk a little bit about this?" Mm-hmm. He literally may. If you guys run wide open, if the organization is healthy sure. and you guys can share openly, yeah. he may go in a, in a minute. Let's get through this. So what's your showing is you're a teammate. Mm -hmm. You know, what you're showing is it's not assumed. Everybody wants to know what you think. Don't do that. You want to prove in a good way. I bring something to the table, but I want to bring it when people ask you for it. Uh And if it's really good and effective, trust me, the door is going to stay open.
0: But in the beginning, you're asking for it to be open. And I think you've got to be ready When that time comes, when they do ask for it. Yeah, I'm going to tell you. a sponge of the culture. Great
1: point. And if you're you're the new guy, the Mm -hmm. new lady, the new woman at the Mm place, do me a favor. Be prepared. Be prepared for a meeting that you're called into, whether you're asked for your perspective or your insight or not. What's the meeting about? What's the history of these Mm -hmm. meetings? Who's in the meeting? What does everybody do in the meeting? Mm -hmm. Those things are essential to fitting in. Look, I'm a baseball guy. Nobody takes the field looking at each other going, hey, what position are you playing today? Mm-hmm. They already know. When they're in the game, they know who's on the team and what everybody on the team is doing.
0: Yeah, I, I remember when yeah. I first started here at our organization yeah. um, on my work laptop, there was a yeah. video waiting for me as part of our onboarding process. Oh, yeah. So I watched the video and one of the things you said that was really profound, you said, hey, listen, your first couple months here, yeah. don't worry about changing a bunch of things. like right. Right? Just come in and learn the culture, yeah. learn the values. And I guess what's the benefit of an employee really taking time to learn yeah. and understand that yeah. culture? Because that's what you're saying. No one asks for your opinion well, right. because your opinion is not going to be able to carry a lot of weight in a yeah. culture that you don't understand yet.
1: Right. Nobody knows you. So what you want them to do is to know you first. So with our organization, mm-hmm. the purpose of that video is to go, you can't get anything done that you want to get done without people. Mm-hmm. So go be a people builder. Go right. build relationships. For sure. So I think that's that's the first key that we talked about. Mm-hmm. But then what you have to understand is every organization has nuances, the unwritten rules, so to speak. Right. What you're conveying is that you care. Mm -hmm. You care about the history of the organization. When you come in like a lion, like we were saying, Mm -hmm. or like a bull in a china closet, what happens without learning the culture, the way things get done? Mm -hmm. What you're inadvertently saying is, I don't care about the way things are done. I'm going to show you how it's done. Mm. And it comes off very prideful. So it's respectful. Hey, let me learn the way things are done here. So give me an example of that like here okay. or for our, for us our volunteers are honored and respect it at another level. Mm -hmm. So we have something called power hour, which Mm -hmm. means at some point during your work week, so you actually get paid for this, Mm -hmm. you're gonna sit down and you're going to encourage someone in what they bring to the table as a volunteer. Sure. Thank you so much for watching two-year-olds. And then we connect it to the difference that they're making. You're helping a mom or a dad Mm -hmm. connect. Yes. You know, in worship. Right. You know, whatever that is. So we... That's a that's a value here. Mm-hmm. That's a high value,
0: and it's a value that's attached to a behavior. And exactly. I think that's what you're saying. Exactly, is, right. is learn those behaviors that create to the, the
1: culture. Yes. So what I want you to do is I want you to learn that. Learn it well, and know the why behind it before you try to add to it. Mm. You see, so learn that because now what you've conveyed is, wow, that is awesome. That's mm-hmm. incredible. look at the look at the difference that is that's innovative mm-hmm. but but hey, hey hey boss, mm-hmm. hey, direct report. It, could we take it a next step further if we did so and so? If you come in straight with that, uh-huh. what you're really saying is, yeah, that's not good. Let me say I got a better idea,
0: so I know what somebody's thinking though. Hey, PQ, listen, I have inherited a mess. It's a broken system. It needs quick action. It needs change right away. Do you approach something like that differently as opposed to like a well-established culture where you're just being asked to carry the ball?
1: I would just ramp up how fast I'm creating relationships. Mm. So the principles don't change, only the speed at which you apply the principles change. There's a great story in a book called Getting Extraordinary Things Done Through Ordinary People. Mm. There's a great excerpt in there about Lee Iacocca. So Lee Iacocca, of course, the creator of the Mustang, Mm -hmm. works for Ford Motor Company. He Mm -hmm. comes in and what he did is he spent three months getting to know, not the employees, he spent three months getting to know the vice presidents of all the departments. Yeah. That's it. After 3 months he fired 7 of them. Mm. And it went better than expected because he had created relationships. Now he was taking over Ford Motor Company and it was in a downward trend. But and, and you can look this up wherever he was so relational that it was almost like listen where we're going you're not going to like this. And when asked sure you know why why did you do this? Mm. He he said he goes well understand I get paid to make 5% of the decisions that no one else is willing to make. Wow. And number two, those are the wrong people for where we're going. Yeah. But he learned the culture. Yeah. He learned the situation.
0: It's like the skyscraper principle, you know, rather than if you want to build something tall, you have to dig, dig a deep foundation. The
1: foundations are always, so, so, Mm -hmm. okay, so go with that premise. So the idea is you're going to try to build something new Hmm. or you're going to try to build something back. So think about it. You're going to build something new or you're going to build something back, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, the idea is it still comes down to the foundation. Yeah. Because the foundation dictates what's built on it. Sure. At the end of the day, how deep and how wide dictates Mm -hmm. how tall you're going to go. Right. So either way, build back or build new, whatever. For sure. So I got something good for you.
0: Uh, A lot of executive recruiters, they're beginning to hire Gen Z. That generation is is maturing into career readiness now. I'm hearing that a lot of them are asking for raises in the first ninety days. Yeah. Is that crazy? Right. Is that unreasonable? Well, the
1: only thing that I would do, well, what it's only unreasonable it because you you've already set an expectation because you are still making an impression. You've got to say to yourself, is that the is that how I want to be portrayed? Mm-hmm. In 90 days, you're gonna come off as, hey, you all about the money. And if you can't point to something in why you need more money in those ninety days, from a, from a perception standpoint, it's not going to go well. You know, so I would not recommend that now as an employer, what I have done is built into the offer package, Mm -hmm. turning around and saying, Hey, in 90 days, or six months, you're going to get a review. And in that review, there's a possibility based on that review mm-hmm. where you could get a bump in your salary. Right. And I even go as far as to say, and the bump is going to be between this percent and that percent. Mm-hmm. So they have something to strive for. Sure. So a lot of times when you're leading people, you got to know people. Before you lead them, you got to know them. Yeah. So if we're talking about Gen Z specifically, yeah. they are a little bit more driven, like, let's go. Come on. Hey, do you know the value I bring to the table? Sure. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Well, then you have to lead to that. Mm -hmm. So you build that in. 100%.
0: So if the question and the situation is about, hey, how do I crush it in my first 90 days, 60 days, 30 days? You are a boss, an employer. What's something that's remarkable to you Mm. as the leader of this organization? You go, oh, yeah, I like that. I'm telling you what
1: it is. It doesn't matter what industry you're in. If you hire someone and there's always a yes on their lips outside of their job description – I gravitate towards people like that. Mm, come on. when Whenever there is a yes on their lips, even though in their job description, I could argue, well, of course, it's in your job description. You want to get a paycheck. But when it's yes on their lips, when it's outside their job description, it shows, hey, man, this is what I'm responsible for. But mm-hmm. ultimately, I'm a team player and all we want is a ring. So what? tell me what I got. I know what I got to do. That's my job description. But tell me what else I can do because I want the ring. Now that – that's mm. what
0: I gravitate towards. Why does that jump out specifically?
1: Because it, because there are going to be things organically that happen in any organization yeah. that are going to require a team, one, a team effort, and two, for you to step over the boundaries of what you're responsible for to help even another teammate. Right. So if you don't do it, I'm mm. like, this guy's all about himself. Mm-hmm. Job descriptions for team players are limits. Yeah. It's That's the baseline. What, it's, the, it's the bare minimum. Right. That's it. It's the bare minimum. I gravitate towards people that go, hey, I'm going to crush- Priority wise, I'm going to crush my job Christian, sure. because that's what I'm responsible uh-huh. for. But as a team player, yep. you just
0: need to know. Just tell me what I can do, and that's the thing that you point to to say, "Hey, I'm building a track record." That's how to gain influence. You got to have something to hang. You want
1: to You look. You want to. You want to build influence. Crush what you're responsible to do in your job description and you want to gain influence that has upward mobility in an organization, go beyond your job description and put a yes on your lips and you'll really crush it.
0: Come on. I love that. Hey, any final thoughts? Just remember, you are
1: new in an organization. Create relationships because you need people to get done what you're responsible for and what you want to do.
0: Thanks, PQ. Hey, that's it for episode one of the Just Lead podcast. For more resources, check out the show notes below. While you're at it, make sure to tap that subscribe button. Leave us a rating and review and share this episode with a friend. See you next time.